Hello everyone, I hope you're having a blessed day. Uh, today, the Gospel of R.A.K. is going to go into the Ten Commandments. And I'm strictly going to be reading these Ten Commandments, how they are written in your Bible. And I want you to notice how different these are than how you see them in your head and or how you've been uh, portrayed them by your churches or other places. Just make sure you're paying attention to how these are written and the distinction of each one compared to how you've seen them. Uh, there's also some definitions after that are going to go into some specific things, but not much. I want this to be strictly the Ten Commandments and how they were supposed to be read. Um, so you can find these in your Bible in Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 17. And the Lord spoke all these words. Number one, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no strange gods before me. Number two, you shall not make to yourself a graven thing, nor the likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or on the earth beneath, nor, uh, nor of these things that are in the waters under the earth. You shall not adore them nor serve them. I am the Lord your God, mighty jealous, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands to them that love me and keep my commands. And when he's talking about this third and fourth generation, he's talking about the third and fourth generation from that person who sinned, he will be visiting because of this iniquity that are the fathers or parents. Uh, number three, it shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless, that shall take the name of the Lord his God in vain. Number four. Remember that you keep holy the Sabbath day. Six days shall you labor, and shall do all your works. But on the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. You shall do no work on it, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your manservant, nor your maidservant, nor your beast, nor the stranger that lives within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and the sea, and all the things that are in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. <laughs> Number five, honor your father and your mother, that you may be long-lived upon the land which the Lord your God will give you. Number six, you shall not kill. Number seven, you shall not commit adultery. Number eight, you shall not steal. Number nine, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Number ten, you shall not covet. Your neighbor's house, neither shall you desire his wife, nor his servant, nor his handmaid, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is his. So that is the Ten Commandments as written, as the Bible portrays them. I would just say, take a, take a quick look at how your church portrays these things and see if uh, there's any interesting differences. Uh, some of these definitions for these things that are found in the Ten Commandments, bondage, just means captivity, which means when the Jews were, were in bondage or enslaved by the Egyptians. Uh, strange, he has, which is other, new, or unfamiliar by definition. Graven, as speaking to graven images or graven things. To carve or cut into a hard surface. A graven image, an object of worship carved usually from wood or stone. An idol. Likeness is the state of being like, resemblance, appearance, portrait. Adore, the definition, is to honor or worship as divine, to be extremely fond of, or to love greatly. 
To serve is to obey or to be a servant to. That is why we don't serve false gods. We do not obey a false god or serve a false god. God says he is mighty jealous. He's unwilling to accept rivalry or unfaithfulness. And yes, that is very much our God. That's for sure. Visiting, inflicting punishment in retaliation for an offense. Iniquity is the sin or breaking any of God's commands. Wickedness. Mercy, compassion, sympathy for one experiencing distress, along with the desire to eliminate it. So that is his goal. He has compassion for us, sympathy for us, and he has a desire to eliminate all sin. In vain means lacking proper respect. The Sabbath. One, rest. Two, the seventh day of the week, observed from Friday evening to Saturday evening as a day of rest and worship by Jews and some Christians. Should be more Christians, but that's hopefully a process. Three, the day set apart in the fourth commandment of the Decalogue to be observed as a day of rest from all secular labor or employment. This was originally the seventh day of the week, or Saturday, as the day on which God rested from the work of creation. And this day is still observed by the Jews and some Christians as the Sabbath. That's from Webster's Dictionary. Uh, sanctified is to make holy or made holy. Honor, showing of respect, to kill, murder. For he who said, you shall not commit adultery, said also, you shall not kill. Now if you will not commit adultery, yet will commit murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So if you break one, you break them all. Murder, the crime of unlawfully killing a person. He has a person underlined here because that is what matters. Adultery. Physical intimacy of a married person with someone other than his or her spouse. To bear false witness is to lie. Covet, to desire what belongs to another, to wish for enviously. And he also has what an ass is on here. It's a donkey or any mammal smaller than the horse um, having long ears. So those are the definitions related back to those Ten Commandments. I truly urge you to look in your own Bible and make sure that this is the way it is written. I promise you it is. It might be a little less old fashioned written, but I promise you it will be the same. Uh, what you should worry about is what you have learned at your church or what your kids learned at your church. Um, that isn't this because if our churches or our synagogues or our places of ministry are changing these things, how can we ever do what God wants? He even says, if you do one of these things, you break them all. If you break one of these commandments, you break them all. So if our churches are changing one or two, aren't they setting us all up for failure in that way? Um, which goes back to having church in a smaller group, in a home with friends and family, and starting these smaller secular, I, I don't want to call it a religion, but a spiritual um time that we have with our creator, with our God, uh, that's, I think, where we need to be right now, unfortunately. I wish that we could somehow have a church that did what was biblically written. I don't see many of those nowadays. Um, but I thank you for listening to this. I hope you get as much out of it as I hope you do. Uh, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, please leave me any comments below with anything. Um, I truly appreciate all 
of the uh, recent support uh, subscribers and likes. I truly uh, just want to get my grandfather's word out and I know that it's important and I know that it is um, of, of importance to the world right now. So I ask that you please do share this if you find it helpful and or um, like, comment, subscribe, anything that can further this channel and further his word and our creator's word to show the truth of his mystery through Jesus Christ and the law, the prophets, and everything else that has been since the beginning of time till now. Uh, I pray for you all. Hope you have a wonderful day. God bless.